Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. How are you today? I hope you are doing well. I am back with another episode, and this episode, I am going to be sharing my thoughts about life and how the universe teaches us. Now, I know I can't be the only one who has pondered the meaning of life. So this episode may show my philosophical side, as does most of my episodes. And what I share in this episode is just purely based on my own life experiences, what I've learned, it's my beliefs, and looking at life from this perspective has helped me personally work through a lot of my own wounds. So I'm just hoping that it can help someone else who may need to hear this message. So if you're ready, let's get into it. All right, so what if I told you that Earth is soul school. Have you ever thought about what the purpose of life is or what exactly we're freaking doing here? And of course, no one knows the true meaning. It's all based off of perspective and belief, which is not fact. But through my own understanding and personal beliefs, I like to think of Earth like a school. So this idea was first brought to my attention when I learned about Dolores Cannon. I know I mentioned her in a previous episode, but she was an incredible spiritual teacher who has since passed away, but she did a lot of past life regression therapy and wrote some incredibly eye-opening books. So definitely check her out if you feel called to, but the way that she explained Earth was that Earth is like a school where our soul chooses to come here to grow through learning lessons and processing emotions. She even goes into saying that we potentially choose the lessons that we want to learn. She even compares it to a play and that we have soul contracts with people who we have in our life here on Earth to help us play out our lessons. But of course, there's also free will. So for example, I believe that my dad and I have a soul contract where we chose to live out our relationship the way that it did for a reason to teach us both valuable lessons and so that we can then teach others what we learned through going through that relationship together. And the way that I look at it is that when it comes to astrology, we have transits. So when you're setting up your potential main lessons that you want to learn, you are talking with your spiritual advisors, as Dolores Cannon would call them or mentions it, and you figure out how the transits could affect your life path according to your natal chart, and that's how you determine when you should enter Earth and reincarnate because certain events and emotions can manifest and play out according to specific transits that are happening to you. Now, I know this sounds very esoteric and this theory is really out there and I probably wouldn't believe it if I wasn't into astrology as much as I am, but understanding astrology truly changed my perspective on how I view life. It's incredibly spot on for me and the transits have always been on point to major milestones that unfolded in my life. 
Like, for example, me, my brother, and my dad, we're all Virgo risings, so we tend to have the same planets transiting the same house on our chart at the same time. So, when my parents got divorced, Pluto was beginning to transit our fourth house, and that's when this big transformation and upheaval of family, home life, and stability began to unfold for all three of us. When Pluto was transit my third house of communication and neighbors, my best friend, who was also my neighbor, lost both her parents and I saw my other neighbor's house burn down during this time when Pluto was transiting my third house of neighbors. So it's really hard for me to not see life through this perspective because of how on point astrology has been for me and how on point my transits have been for me. So when I think of what is the purpose of life, why are we here, I truly believe we are here for soul growth. And one way that we find soul growth is through learning lessons that teach us about emotions and how to learn to just love unconditionally. Now, I remember seeing this quote and it said something along the lines of, why do pets live such a short life compared to humans? And the answer was because pets already know how to love unconditionally. They already learned that lesson, so they don't need to be here as long as we do. And besides that, I also truly view pets as our spirit guides. Every time I got a new pet, it was during significant life changes. My dad experienced this too. When my parents first got divorced and my dad was struggling with where to go, my dad stayed with my uncle for a short while. And right before my dad moved in with my uncle, my uncle got a new dog. This dog would actually follow my dad around and was like my dad's shadow. But after my dad had moved out, the dog passed away. So sometimes pets are here for a short while to be our protectors, to be there for us during shifts and changes. But pets know how to love unconditionally. And I truly believe as humans, that's what we are working towards. But it's hard, right? Because we are human, we have egos, and we are always learning lessons. And it's not about letting go of our ego completely because we need our ego. It does protect us during times that are unsafe. But I feel like it's important to recognize when the ego is helping and when the ego is holding us back. When it comes to spirituality, I don't think it's about abandoning the human experience or trying to escape the matrix. I believe it's about working with it accepting it, and allowing yourself to live out your human experience to the fullest. Use it as a way to experience your emotions fully and learn through what you go through. To allow yourself to be teachable, to realize that we are spiritual beings living out a human experience and we aren't perfect. Mistakes happen, challenges happen, and we are constantly being tested. The truth is, It is impossible to escape difficult times. It is impossible to not have moments of pain, heartache, frustration, anger, and so on because the law of polarity exists, which is that everything has an opposite. And so oftentimes, the universe is going to provide us with moments of contrast. And those moments of contrast teach us. 
we can't experience happy moments without sad moments because without those moments of sadness, we wouldn't truly be able to appreciate and understand what it means to be happy. We are given opportunities of contrast to help guide us to what it is our soul desires. Without lack, you wouldn't be able to experience abundance fully because there would be nothing to compare it to. You go through jobs that you cannot stand so you can understand what it is you do want in your ideal job. Same with relationships. Life is all about teaching us and getting us to experience these lessons and emotions, which eventually pushes us inward and helps us rediscover our soul, our intuition. But this is a hard process because society isn't set up to make this journey easy. It's set up to distract us. There's a reason we aren't born knowing what our life path is. There's a reason we are born not knowing that we potentially have these lessons our soul chose to learn because if we already knew what we were supposed to learn, we wouldn't experience the lessons to the fullest. Part of me believes that we also have a specific point in our life where we choose to wake up. And again, this is based on transits that some of us experience where we decide it's time to have our wake-up call and go through our spiritual awakening and remember who we are and why we're here and who we truly want to be through this awakening, we rediscover our intuition and we can separate ourselves from identifying with our ego. So if you're listening to this right now, there's a really good chance that you are or have been going through a spiritual awakening. And it's possible you have a powerful role to play here on earth to help with this collective shift. But here's the thing, not everyone chooses to have this awakening in this lifetime. Some never do. When it comes to spiritual awakenings, we can't force people to connect with their intuition. We can't force people to heal. We can't force people to change. And just because we have gone through a spiritual awakening doesn't make us better than someone who hasn't. So when I think of a spiritual awakening, I think of it as coming into a level of self-awareness, realizing that I am a co-creator and that I co-create with the universe, realizing that our thoughts are powerful, and realizing that I don't have to identify with my ego, realizing that everything around me started as a thought and someone then manifested that thought into existence and brought that thought into physical form, and that I can do the same with my thoughts that there is no limit to what I can create and that the only limit that exists is myself and my beliefs. And a powerful way to create is through tapping into your emotions because emotions are energy in motion. And ideally, it's how much energy you put behind a thought that can bring that thought into physical form. It's called thought energy. What I believe life is all about is to learn to live in flow. When I vision life, I think of it as the ocean. And the reason I picture it as the ocean is because I find the ocean to be powerful. And the ocean reminds me of emotions, a powerful body of water, and our emotions are powerful. Our emotions can actually direct our life at times. Our emotions have a powerful effect on our life's direction. And our emotions go through ups and downs, much like the ocean waves, which similarly in life, we go through ups and downs and it's inevitable. So if we know that it is inevitable to go through ups and downs, why not live in flow, embrace the waves of life, and use them as teachable moments? 
So I find childhood has the strongest impact on our life. And for many generations, parents were always teaching children how to be emotionally detached, to not express emotions and to brush those emotions off and sweep them under the rug. And this became a generational cycle of parents who wouldn't show children proper ways of learning how to deal with emotions. And then these children would grow up and teach their kids the same way that they were taught. And I feel like as a collective, we have the opportunity to change this. Now, many would say that gentle parenting or teaching your kids about emotions is weak and creates a weak child, but I personally believe it's the opposite. There is a beautiful creative energy when you are able to understand your own emotions and listen to your emotions and allow your emotions to teach you. Because when we talk about manifesting, one of the most important things to do to manifest is to feel it, to embody the energy, the emotion of what it is you are trying to manifest so you can match the frequency. And one way the universe teaches us lessons is through acting as a reflection. The world is your mirror. It's going to reflect back to you how you feel internally. So if you are storing your emotions, your pain, and not allowing yourself to truly feel it and heal it, this is going to cause chaos internally. And this chaos internally is going to get reflected back to you in your reality. You are going to attract people in situations that reflect the pain that you stored and never allowed yourself to heal from or become aware of. And now you are attracting situations that leave you feeling the same hurt that you experienced before, specifically usually stemming from childhood. And as an example of this for my own life, I personally struggled with abandonment wounds and this started when I was really young when my best friend at the time lost both of her parents, which led to her having to move away from me. And this loss was really hard for me to experience at a young age, not only losing two people who were like second parents to me, but also losing my best friend, having her move away from me. And I remember having anxiety every night with the fear that my parents were going to die. My anxiety was intense. I'd have panic attacks and my mom would give me, you know, paper bags and try to calm me down. But as a kid, I could sense that my emotions were a lot for my parents to deal with, especially because they had their own issues going on too. I remember being told at times that it was all in my head to just relax, but it felt impossible to do so. Because I wasn't able to really get a good hold on this wound and my emotions, it continued to follow me. A lot of the friends I made throughout the years would all move away from me. They would switch schools or they'd move to, to a different state or a different town or I'd have to move to a new school myself. I also felt abandoned by my dad when my parents divorced. He was always leaving me. He moved across the country and I felt abandoned by his family too. It felt like they didn't want anything to do with us and they never kept in touch. This led to me falling for guys who would just leave me after I grew a connection with them. One even moved away. It was a constant repeating cycle because I had this initial underlining wound that I never took the time to truly feel and heal in order to release it. And because of that, this cycle began to create my beliefs. I believed that anytime I grew close with someone, they would leave me, that I wasn't meant to have stable long-term connections. Everyone I ever got close to would always leave and this created instability within my relationships with other people. It took a lot for me to trust and to open up, so a lot of my relationships were really surface level because I was afraid of creating a deeper connection because I didn't want to end up hurt and abandoned. 
And this is how the universe teaches us to embrace our emotions. But before our spiritual awakening, we don't realize this. We get stuck in a victim mentality believing that the universe is doing this to us, that the world is against us, that we must not be deserving of close connections or good things. When in reality, the universe wants us to have it all, which is why the universe continues to trigger us in hopes that we will recognize the repeating patterns so we can finally wake up and make the necessary shifts and learn the lesson because we do have free will. And when you realize that learning the lessons breaks the chain, you become more teachable. You become open to learning from the universe and you become open to healing because the more you sit in victim mentality, the more you tell yourself that everyone and everything is out to get you, the more you miss the lesson and the opportunities to break those cycles. So what's really important is to notice how the universe is teaching you. And that comes from noticing your triggers. When you feel reactive, this is usually pointing towards an unhealed wound in a valuable lesson. Something I used to do a lot was always wanting to argue back and forth with people who were set on proving me wrong. I would push and push with every point I could try to just prove myself right. This was because I had this desire to feel validated. Often it's our ego that struggles with this. As a child, I always felt misunderstood and I often felt like the way I was feeling wasn't validated, so it was hard for me to trust myself. Instead of validating myself, I looked towards others to validate me. And if they didn't, then I would stray away from trusting my intuition. And for a while, this continued and I would do all I could to just prove myself right and seek that external validation as a reaction to not feeling good enough. What I realize now is that there's actually a lesson behind this and that's to learn how to validate myself because the more I seek out the validation, the less I receive it. When we have that needy energy feeling like we need to be validated, often that needy energy creates the resistance. You don't get what you want when you are needy. You instead push it away. So now, instead, I aim to validate myself rather than seek it out from other people. If someone tries to prove me wrong, you know, I might as well just let them. There's no sense in arguing with someone who is set on proving me wrong. And sometimes it's a teachable moment to understand someone else's perspective because we all view life from a different lens. And just because you have a different view or belief than someone else doesn't make it right or wrong. It just means you both lived different lives. So of course you wouldn't see things from the same point of view. And I've noticed that this shift has not only brought me a greater sense of inner peace, but it also creates more peace externally. Because like I said, the universe will always reflect back to us how we feel internally. And I'm no longer wasting my energy trying to prove myself to other people. Learning that my worth isn't based on whether someone validates me or not has been huge. So when it comes to learning through life, Pay attention to your reactions and see if there is something that's needing to be learned when you feel reactive, especially when you are trying to manifest and achieve something in your life. The universe tests our reactions all the time. Oftentimes, when we are close to achieving and manifesting our goals, we start to see other people receiving exactly what we want. This is often a sign that your turn is next. 
But if we are choosing to not be teachable, we would probably react to someone else getting what we want out of envy or frustration. This is how the universe tests us to see if we are really ready to receive it. If we react out of jealousy, envy, frustration, this energy signals to the universe that we aren't in a frequency that's aligned with what we want. So therefore, we put out this signal that we aren't ready to receive it and we continue to push it away. It is hard to be in control of our reactions, but that's the one thing we actually have control over. We can change how we react to situations, but we can't control if someone else gets what we want. And we can't control when we are going to receive what we want because divine timing is in play. But we can control how we react to other people getting what we want. And we can control how we react to our manifestations not coming to fruition in our ego's timing. The universe really wants to teach us how to have faith, how to have faith in ourselves, how to tap into our intuition and trust that what we want is already on its way to us, having faith that we will always receive exactly what we need. What if you become so teachable that you actually become fearless in the process? You learn to no longer fear what other people think of you. You no longer fear if you are going to have enough money. You no longer fear if the person you admire is going to admire you back. You no longer fear taking a risk to go after your dream job and so on. Because at the end of the day, you have complete faith that what you need will always show up for you and you have faith that what doesn't work out wasn't best for you anyway. So you take the lesson with you as you grow. We are all human, we are all learning, we all make mistakes, and those mistakes teach us and help us grow. Don't be so hard on yourself. And one thing that is so important when it comes to this journey called life is to let go of getting distracted. So many of us are so focused on the lives of others. What other people are doing, how other people are spending their time, how they're spending their money, what choices other people are making, and we so badly want to prove to people why their choices and their beliefs are wrong, but this is just distracting you from your own journey. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what matters is that you are making choices that reflect who you want to be in this world, that you are making choices that are authentic to your next level self. Keep focus on that and don't get sidetracked because at the end of the day, you can't control other people. You can only control you. The more you try to control things that aren't in your control, the more distracted and drained you become. So I encourage you to be teachable, to embrace this soul growth journey, to become fearless and lean into faith, to make friends with your shadow side, embrace every emotion and you know, let go of being afraid of the unknown. I hope you found this life ramble helpful in some way. Feel free to share it with someone who may need to hear this message. I would love to connect with you on social media. I am at LDUCLOS, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time. Oh, 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 oh,